I don't know what you guys are doing. Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. Hello. Oh, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps podcast with me, your host, Joey. I am one of the fat peeps. I'm here with the other fat peeps. We got PJ. Hello. Derek. Hola. Cameraman John. Ni hao. Wow. Is that Chinese? <laughs> what? Are you going to answer, John? I, I was Wait, just what? waiting for you to go, Ni hao, bitches, but you did not. Oh. Now I'm disappointed. Uh, well, I thought we were doing like every language, like English, we had Spanish, and we have Chinese. Yeah. That's not every language. Oh, some languages. I mean, we don't have that. <laughs> A couple languages. Go ahead. Anywhere, anyway, if you were unaware. Anywho. This is the podcast where. We talk about gaming and other nerd culture, like movies and TV. And we get I don't mean to go off on a tangent seconds. right off the bat. <laughs> we already did. Too late. Yeah. Let's just do it. Streaming service shows. Are those TV shows? Uh, like, uh, yeah. Shows. I mean, not. Is TV, this the icebreaker? I mean, great great I question, no, Joey. It's not the icebreaker oh, question. I guess technically oh, you can mind. watch them on TV, so yeah, why not? <laughs> it's it's considered it's a, a series now. Series? Show? Do we yeah. on shows? So, so gaming, movies, and series. And, and se- can we just say shows? Yes. Because it could be like a book series yes. or, you know, like that, Fair. you know. We're considered episodes, sure. I want to say. I mean, is that what you're asking? I episodic still, series. Epi- sure, it still gets a message across, even though it's not like accurate calling yeah. it a TV show. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know what that means. It's episodic. Yeah, Epi- I feel like there's a difference between just voice and like video, though, too. Like, so, like I was saying, our format would be more of an episode. Yeah, but we don't watch it on TV. Right. It doesn't matter. It's like, oh. it's still an episode. Where, was your point trying to get to like I'm what confused. we're talking about on today's episode? No, I think that was a tangent. No. Oh, it was just a we're legitimate just question. We're talking about the nature of like streaming services and whether oh. their content is called. That was a real television. tangent. I didn't realize you were going to dig that <laughs> <Wow>. deep. <laughs> Less than two minutes PG's in. PG's brain's like together. trying his hardest. To, like, I was like trying to find a connection to something here. I'm like grabbing onto <laughs> all the ledges possible as I'm falling. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's the type of quality discussion you're gonna find oh, yeah. on this podcast. Yes. In case you're Indeed. new, <laughs> run now. We talk about different topics, but we always like to start our podcast off with the icebreaker question of the day. Oh wow, what is it? Oh, which usually has nothing to do with games or media or nerdy culture of any Ooh. of that sort. Today's <gasps> icebreaker question: I thought about last night. When I was trying to go to sleep. Uh-huh. Okay. What do you guys do when you're trying to go to sleep? Hard what, drugs. What are your, like, techniques? Are you, like, are you like go make yourself a, gla- uh, a glass of warm milk? Is that a thing? No, I get, I get gassy. a glass of hard and, and... drugs. Oh. Yeah, no, like, PJ wouldn't be able to do that. He's lactose no. intolerant. Me too. Oh, no, I can, I can drink milk. It doesn't bother me. Oh, can you? Okay. I yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. I just ignore it. 
Oh, uh, wow. Don't think that works. You just, <laughs> just clench it during no, the whole just night? Clench it. No, no. I'm with you PJ. Ignore it. That's the best way to do it. If you just ignore it, eventually you're going to build up a resistance to it and you just won't be yep. lactose intolerant anymore. Oh, I don't think it's true. necessarily that. It's just like, oh, well, I fart. Or, oh, well, the next morning is going to be a disaster piece. I just accept it. Okay, so it's not really oh, more wow. use accepting it. Sure. But I don't I don't have as bad of issues as like you I, I don't know about you, but I know David, your brother, definitely is like the end of the world is coming when he has any dairy product. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I don't have that. I'm not like, oh my god. The only thing that brings me to a point where like I am having World War Three in the bathroom is Chipotle. And that's guaranteed. Oh, oh wow. Chipotle. And it's guaranteed uh, uh, every time. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've had an, I've hadn't had a glass of milk since like I don't know, like as a wee a wee, wee lad. So I don't know. What oh wow. Of. Like, well, I also thing... drink two percent now. I used to drink whole milk, oh, and that okay. would that would hurt. But I yeah, think I don't really like the... far less of an issue because yeah. less fat content. Like the the, the like... super milky lactosey taste is like off putting to me now. Uh, so it's, I just can't drink straight up milk. Uh. But pizza is what gets me because I love pizza and I can't get away from the cheese that way. You know, mm. so it's like oh, I, just, yeah. I, Toppers I just deal with can it. Destroy me too, depending on how much and I it, eat. Yeah, it destroys. Yeah, my 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 poops. So I was going to ask PJ, did you like have a lot of dairy and milk based like things when you were a child? Because oh, I, yeah. I read that like um, uh, lactose intolerance is like gained. Really? Like you like get it by not having any dairy. Huh. Yeah. Really? I thought you just well, lose. No. You, well, I think true. I think I just saw I, like a I study counter and, like, that read the abstract I count, on it. I counter that theory right away because I rarely drank milk because I didn't like it. I, I drink I don't I drink, poop that much. Yeah. I drank milk like crazy because I fell for the got milk <laughs> commercials as a well, kid. I mean I oh, don't drink any oh. milk. But you sheep, John. Yeah, I ate a lot of like dairy-based products. Yeah, right. oh, wow. so I like I'm not lactose tolerant. No, I definitely right. I. It's the opposite for me. When I was a kid, I'd eat cheese quite often, and then I would drink a glass of milk almost every morning, every night. So like, yeah. I had a lot. Same here. I had a lot of jet dairy. John, I'm kid. curious. Um, since we're on the topic of pooping, who has the worst reaction? You or David? I what? don't know. I don't ask. Uh, oh, to dare you guys never, you guys never yeah, had that never conversation. Yeah, no. It's never. It's not a competition. I, mean, definitely... I have the worst poops. <laughs> we tie also... you both down and and force warm milk down your yeah. gullet. Yeah, we, See, we, we, we milk board them. Oh God! Then like I, mean, I definitely uh, just <laughs> takes the worst shit in their pants. Yeah, <laughs> we we definitely break out uh, when we drink dairy dairy stuff. Um, I just care less because again, I don't I don't drink milk, but I I like cheese products or milk products. So it's like if I have to eat it, and I'll deal with the con- consequences. You know, my, my face will break out a little bit. Um, it's worth my, it. My my poops. It's a yellow mentality, oh. and uh, it, shotgun blasts. You know, I didn't realize you break oh, out, no. but I guess it's mm-hmm. just because like I don't I don't really yeah. notice that. Yeah, and, and that's the main reason why David stopped um, eating like or drinking and eating dairy products in general because he's. Very oh, it's not because of the that. terrible poops. I don't think so. Maybe it is, but that's oh. like what he says. And I just, I just love food so much that I don't really care. I will <laughs> definitely not eat a burrito at the beginning of an adventure with people. 
That would yeah. be like a horrific thing for everybody. I will eat it at the end of a night when like we're going to dinner and I'm going home afterwards. Oh wow. Because I don't want to do it s- at the start. You're just setting yourself oh, up. Yeah, failure it's failure. Right bat. Oh yeah. The the rest of the day is going to be absolutely horrible. I'm not a public pooper, so I will not go poop in a public restroom unless if I'm like stuck to which that would be like a chipotle situation and it's happened before at a target and that was just oh, I was oh no. wait, you stuck at a chipotle what i was i was stranded at the Did chipotle toilet in? no so oh, i went no. i think we went to a target one time or maybe it was winco i don't also, remember guys, it was... this has nothing to do with <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> i mean oh yeah anyhow so i forgot i guess we'll go back Finish to the your story here. by all means but oh, well, like no, I was just saying poop. I went to a Winco and I went in there and there was just like a homeless guy in the stall next to me. And we both like were back and forth. It was like the Family Guy episode of the, the oh, yeah. Toot Wars uh, or they're like <laughs> playing the, what's it, the banjo duet. thing. Yeah, the the banjo duel song. Um, yeah, I mean, not that on key, but yeah, I was literally back and forth. like, <laughs> And like there was a silent like I'm in this with you, brother situation oh wow. we're holding like, hands you guys like reach both, underneath the stalls yeah underneath the, the stalls just like... grabbing hands like we're gonna make, <laughs> <laughs> we'll make i just see like a whiskey bottle he's like oh can you pass that back <laughs> no but seriously like it that was one of the most like profound moments in my life to be able to have such a a, a moment with someone that's in a completely different portion of life and oh it, it's Aww. like pooping brought us together Oh, uh, we're all human in the end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We all have violent shits every Everyone once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and in a Winco bathroom, nonetheless. Uh, so is that your answer? Like pooping? How, is that your go No, <laughs> not at all. Oh, okay. That, uh, so help me go to sleep. I usually watch videos like on YouTube um, and, and it has to be either a food video or like a low key talk show the thing i used to fall asleep to when i was a kid was like old school sitcoms because the lighting is very dim and like the light lighting in it was also very fluorescent so it reminds me of very dimmed indoor home lights and it was very yellowish i don't know how to explain it like if a show or a video has a very yellow lighting it puts me to sleep just because i used to watch roseanne a lot when i was falling asleep as a kid or um Um, what's that what the what what was that show called with Archie, uh, Archie and Honeymooners? No, no, um, I can't think of his name. <sighs> Anyhow, it's it's just an older show. Um, that was, and his wife is always like Archie. They're from like the East Coast, I think. But Roseanne? Um, no, it was not Roseanne. But yes, uh, Roseanne uh, was one of the ones on the list. Anyhow, so the first option is. TV shows uh, or shows in general. And then the secondary option is I do every once in a while take a little, like a half dose <gasps> of melatonin. Oh, oh my dose. God, you drug addict. Uh, oh God, excuse me. Um, So <laughs> like usually it's two, two, uh, two pills. I usually will just take like one if I need a little bit of help to sleep. Like I know I only have five hours and I need to sleep hard those five hours. Cause it, my problem isn't falling asleep. It's staying asleep. And that's always uh, been my uh, issue. Uh, 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 but if I'm exhausted, I'll knock out. Like tonight, I'll probably end up knocking out. But usually the night after I have a day off, I have a harder time falling asleep because I stay up late naturally, but I wake up early for work. So long answer. Oh, wow. 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 Next. 
I used to, uh, we had DirecTV. I guess we still have DirecTV, but, like, nobody really, like, my mom, my parents still watch, like, regular TV. I think I have the box in my room, but I don't have it set up. But point is, they had, like, Sirius XM for a long time. Or it might have, I don't know if it was Sirius, but they had, like, some satellite radio type right. deal. Um, so, like, a bunch of channels were just music. Um, and I, I used to put those on because they were just, like, mostly a black screen with, like, the blue, like, oh, a blue yeah, the bouncing that text. Had, and it would just move around the screen. So you got, like, a little bit of ambient light. Right. But, like, it was still mostly dark. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I grew up, like, I always had, like, cartoons and stuff on my TV a lot of the time. Right. Like, I remember going to sleep with, like, Nickelodeon on a lot. Um, what is the, um, what's the show with the, um... Adult Swim? No, not Adult Swim. I used, to, that That was more of a, like, middle school, high school uh, thing. But, um... Tsunami? The... No, the the Nickelodeon uh, show with Nick the, at night. Can you let him finish the uh, sentence? The toys, <laughs> toys, toys, the like action no. figures. Action figures. Oh, Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about like the one that has the different variety of shows, and they have like the yeah. alien Panetheus and Bob or something like that. Yeah. You're talking about um like the action. that was always on when I was going. I think it's called like Action Heroes or something like that. I know exactly what that you're talking about. That does not sound familiar, huh? Um, I'll look Interesting. it up. This thing, but Interesting. yeah, continue. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Now I like usually have YouTube on because. Uh, like... Wait, PJ. So, did you have a, a TV in your bedroom as a as a kid? Oh yeah, my whole life. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Wow. How are we gonna play video games? I don't have a TV in my bedroom. Oh, I don't have to play video games. What you're thinking of. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Now I watch a lot. Of, I put on um, uh, like Dark Souls and Bloodborne lore videos. Nice, nice, nice. Because a lot of the time, okay. it's like stuff that I already know. But we'll usually have people talking in like nice accents. So it's oh, kind of wow. peaceful. I don't know why. It seems like a lot of the like Bloodborne, like Souls lore community are like European or like Australian or I don't know. Oh, interesting. Oh, so a combination of a soothing voice wow. with something familiar that you know. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, that makes um, sense. It's it's proven that like things relax you like if you know it. Um, yeah, it's like people. I think is it a movies. song or something? Yeah, a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. That's For the me. that's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it, the show that you're thinking of, Joey, is Action League Now. Okay. Action yeah. League Now. Never heard of that. Yeah, one. I remember there was like the buff dude. The, yeah, and then the stretchy yeah, guy, and then the yeah. the chick that the, like. Uh, got her top ripped off half the time right or right like what wait what was, nickelodeon and there was the yeah. uh like sea diver dude the scuba diver that jumped in the, in the toilet in the toilet yeah. yeah and then the little dog yeah, oh, like, as a nine-year-old that show was my jam it was i like looking back at it now i remember all those episodes and kablam was really like rough for a kid like, like as edgy, a kid we right? didn't understand it but yeah it was super edgy it was kind of like and it borderlines ren and like, stempy and it it kind of makes sense the like growth from that to robot chicken 
because I watched a That's ton true. of Robot Chicken. Well, and it's funny because I think Kablam was more generated towards a kid audience, whereas Robot Chicken definitely was more towards a teenage to young adult audience. So I think they mm-hmm. noticed that more young adults were watching that than kids, which, to be honest, like Prometheus and Bob was kind of eerie because it was so uncanny. I don't know. That was I feel like a lot of Nickelodeon opinion. shows were like, like Ren Sippy and like, cat dog they were like very grotesque yeah that's true they were i mean nickelodeon in the 90s wasn't general yeah i mean even rograts with like it like you know it's like very kind of gross looking the animation yeah Yeah. it was very squiggly (laughs) which is i think yeah which is why i I don't think i really liked nickelodeon as a kid i liked like you know like cartoon networks and like the the they were a lot cleaner cartoons yeah much cleaner like like, you can also argue like because uh ed and eddie had the same animation style as a lot of nickelodeon yeah which i didn't i didn't really like enjoy ed and eddie Eddie as a kid see those were all my favorites I love Nickelodeon and a lot yeah. of the and Dexter too was also a rough animation. Dexter, style. yeah, I like Dexter, but, but it was it was cleaner, I but think, it was still a yeah. rough. Wow, yeah. it's just going back. All right, all what else way. are you guys doing to go to sleep? I'm We're still on probably the, the number one answer yeah, on like Reddit. Derek? Did, who hasn't answered yet? I thought. Oh, uh, so usually, um, uh, uh, I, I just keep my eyes open. That's so weird. Wow. Keep your eyes open. Stare at the and ceiling. eventually, yeah, just stare at the ceiling, stare at the side of the bed. Or, exactly. Or and eventually you're going to get tired of keeping your eyes open. I do like, I mean, I don't really use it to fall asleep. But I do watch videos, but I just find myself falling asleep. Them. Like, I don't watch them to fall asleep. I, like, if I do fall asleep watching a video, I will usually in the morning or like later on the next day, I'll, I'll rewatch the video. Yeah, Make that's sure what I, I do everything. too. Especially um, this one that I care about. I'll look back in my history and be like, "Wow, I watched five videos while I was leaving." But yeah. then, like, so, I'll look at the yeah. titles and I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of those. Yeah. I'll, so, like, I'll the reason why I asked you is like, what if you had like a TV as a kid? Was because like I never had a television in my room as a kid. So it's like, I wonder if that's a correlation where you have to have some sort of like stimuli to fall asleep. Like that's why I'm gonna ask Garrick. Did you have a, a childhood uh, TV bedroom? Oh, great question, John. Whatever TV bedroom. I did. Just a bedroom <laughs> full of TV. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Or uh, your whole TV, bedroom baby. itself is a TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You live in a boob tube. Boob tube. I did. Um, yeah. Uh, I would watch in uh, when I was young, like whatever was on, just to kind of help me sleep. But I don't know. It, it wasn't really helpful, I guess, for me. Now, now these days, I typically do the same as John and just lie there and okay. wait for me so to fall my, asleep. My theory wasn't correct. Okay, never mind. Take, I take it back. Well, because no well, when I was younger, actually, I would try to fall asleep without the TV, and I'd lay there for hours without the TV. I ended up learning to fall asleep with the TV on through my stepbrother when he was alive because he, he would do it over at his house when I stayed over one night. Like He, he did it to the kids. And I was just like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And so I, I started doing it. And then now when I fall asleep, like I'll fall asleep to the, the with it on instead of trying to turn it off before I fall asleep. And then one, I'll wake up for a second, turn it off, and then go to sleep fully because I'm already like nodded off and ready to knock out. But yes. I would turn it off and lay there for two hours. Okay. Yeah, if so, I have to do something like that, like then I'll like wake up again. So it's like I can't have anything. Like if I forget to turn off the lights – 
when I fought, like if I knock out and I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh crap, I've turned light, I'm awake. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Not so for me. Much. I can fall back asleep pretty quickly yeah. after that. Oh wow. Like I said before, my issue is staying asleep so I'm not breaking REM sleep. Yeah. It's it's not like long term issues where I'm awake if I get up at all. Like I'll get up, go to the bathroom, and go lay back down and knock right out again. Yeah. But that's after years of doing that. I used to have the issues where I would wake up completely. But, you know, age and working kind of killed that. Twerking. Twerk it. Twerk it. Twerk that everybody? It. Twist it. Or did Garrett, did so. you not specifically say what you, you said you just like, same thing as John, you just try to sleep, like get through it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like empty void. yeah, it's like if I can't go to sleep, then I can't go to sleep. I, I'm I'm just going to be a groggy boy the next morning, you know? Yeah, just, just and then the, way the, things are. the positive side is that I'll be tired for the next yeah, night. Yeah, that's, that's the best so. thing. If I can't get sleep one night, the next night, I'm going to get the best sleep of my life. Yeah, because I'm, so. I'm always fine. Like, I, I can, like, I'm just going to own it and just say I'm good. Like, and it's it's my fault, but what can I do for, about it? Maybe I was thinking about little, something little, too little much. Shit, yeah. yeah, or I just uh, couldn't fall asleep because I don't know. But um, I that's just I, how I handle it. It's easier that way, just to just push through and. Well, I mean, uh, I, and it's also it's a balance of being like, like making sure my schedule's on. Like, uh, I have a schedule, too, just to, and try to keep with it. That helps me a lot. Yeah. And not to get too much sleep. If I get too much sleep, I'll have sleep uh, trouble sleeping, too. So it's a, a little bit of everything. But, yeah, I don't really have uh, a trick to fall asleep, essentially. Yeah. I, th- I think it's less of, like, a trick. It's more like things that you try because nothing truly works 100% of the time. Yeah. But Pretty much. That's everybody. What's our Wow. News? What about Steve? Steve? How do you fall asleep? Great question, Steve. <laughs> Just move on. Okay, what's the what's the actual news here? When we introduce this new character. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's, I don't he's, even have his voice ready for this. I, this he's actually mute, so I don't know why we invited him. No, oh. oh my um, god, Steve. Okay, let's move on to some actual topics here. Uh Specifically, we're just going to kind of hate on Sony for a little bit. Ooh. Uh, not really. Oh, okay. But there is some things that are kind of bummers about the PlayStation 5. Uh, the first one being you can't back up your saves anymore using a USB drive. What? Oh, no. zero sense. Yeah. Wait, why not? What? So, like... On the PS4, you could plug in a USB hard drive or a USB stick right, and yeah. back up all of your save data if you wanted to, um, which I did pretty frequently, right? Because um, I remember, I think specifically something happened to, I think it was Monster Hunter World saves, where uh, Basically, it was just something that happened where it, like, deleted your character, right? Whoa. And then the nature of cloud saving, it would then, like, automatically upload that new save data and delete your character from the cloud save data. 
So I was like, okay, well, I can't rely on the cloud anymore for mm. backing up my saved data. I better like back things up on like a hard drive. Yeah. Um, and you can't do that anymore, I guess. Um, the speculation about it is that it's to cloud service cut down oh. on uh, save manipulation. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, you could like pull PlayStation saves and then you know oh, like, like edit them on the run computer them and through stuff. yeah run them through cheat engines on oh. the computer you know like i know it was big with like borderlands and but once um, again who care we go back to the same discussion who cares in a single player game sony does but it does matter in some multiplayer games right so oh. like uh an, an example being dark souls and like all the souls so like demon souls right oh, those always had a big problem there's no, no, it's no leaderboards, but you, it has multiplayer PvP. Oh. So people would take their characters, hack them, and then put them back into the game on the PlayStation. This feels like a lazy fix. Yeah, kind it's of. It's like instead of like fixing the individual better. games, it's just like, oh, let's just yeah. sweep it. It's like, no, mm -hmm. have the developers incorporate in their games something like that. Like, this game shouldn't be able to do that. I don't know. Would Sony be like, uh, uh, they do some sort of cloud saving service where it's like, uh, uh, five ninety nine per month to save your games <laughs> on the cloud, Sony Cloud. Right. I mean, that's kind of what it is, anyhow. So kind of, yeah, basically with PlayStation Plus. I mean, that's not oh, you know, you get a bunch of other things with PlayStation right. Plus. Yeah, um, it's they're not, trying to beef know, up the yeah. services caught like worth, but they're forcing it on you at the same time. It's just like I don't think that's the. I think this is literally just they're worried about save exploits. No, okay. I know. Well, it, it's both. I want to say it's definitely both because there's there's other ways around it. But isn't it kind of convenient that they decided to fix oh, the problem, quote unquote, fix the problem by incorporating it in a paid paid uh, situation? Well, I mean, they've always had cloud saves. Yeah, but they used to be that's free, the thing. It's like. Uh, no, they've always been part of PlayStation Plus. Oh. Yeah, you've it, always had to pay for PlayStation Plus to have cloud saves. Okay, so fine. Uh, I'll argue that. So it's, they're not, that, like, but... changing the service. They're just taking away a feature that was there previously. Yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of yeah. corralling you that Which, direction. Yeah, yeah. To your point, they are directing you to... You're making it so the only way that you can back the stuff up is to pay for the service if yeah. you want to back up your save data. I mean, that's why I'm saying it kind of feels a little bit too much like they're trying to put you in that direction because it's like, oh, why are you taking this away from all of us? Why can't they just incorporate it? Like I was saying, like I'm sure that's an argument that someone's brought up before. And then their their argument is like, oh, well, you have this opportunity. It's, it's only $6.99 a month or whatever the hell plus costs i think it's cheaper than that actually but um to me that's that's dirty way of fixing the problem i i work in big business i know they're they're shitty so it is what it is but and i've never had to do that like do the external saves on the playstation so i can't argue with or against it but i guess the solutions. point is just ha the option right the having the option taken away from you is why people are up in arms. Yes. that and it, yeah why for everything yeah like punishing it's the whole class because one kid talked 
It's interesting to see yeah. the ebb and flow of the kind of nature of like save data because like, so like if you think about it for, for a long time, it was like allocated to the actual cartridge, right? Right. That the game was on. So like if something happened to that cartridge, like boom, that save data is gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it changed to like memory cards, which I don't remember if like, I for, guess for PlayStation has always been memory cards. Well, but I mean, like, well, that's what I mean, right? When we moved to CD-ROMs, because CD-ROMs didn't actually like write data onto them, you had to save the save data somewhere else. So the beginning of uh, Sony has always been that way. It was Nintendo that started cartridges only. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. God, let me finish my point. Finish, no. oh, Peach. It's so rude. So with like memory cards, I don't remember if you could or not, but I don't remember it being like a thing people did very often, but like copying your save data to like back it up. Like that wasn't really something people did, right? And then it was kind of not until like the new, the like last generation as we're moving into this new generation that kind of the gap between consoles and PCs were being bridged a little bit more. So I think we are getting some of that, you know, the ability to just like with things like video, you can just, you know, save footage and then throw it onto a flash drive right off the console and stuff like that. Um, and treating like save data the same way. Um, Nintendo is not up with the times. Like Nintendo save data stuff is bonkers. Like finally they're they're just now announced that they're working in cloud saves just specifically for animal crossing just right? okay but like yeah it's pokemon start, yes. your pokemon save is just like saved to your console and like if, okay, if like you home. break your switch or your switch gets stolen like that could be hundreds of hours of pokemon save data mm-hmm. gone right gone. because like nintendo isn't up with the times when it comes to like housing or like allowing consumers to protect their save data, I guess is how I would put it. Right. Right. And uh, again, I think a lot of the time it comes from this like fear of save data manipulation and cheating. Right. Like particularly the Pokemon, they're always so freaked out about people cheating and it doesn't matter because it doesn't help. You can go on to Oak's lab and just get any Pokemon that you want. Trade it to you, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, they've never mm. been able to quell the cheating of Pokemon, so they should just get give up. Yeah, yeah I mean, like... I th- we've kind of had this conversation about, like, exploits, I believe, and stuff. And it's like, if if it's too much to fix, why why even just let them do what they do? It's almost like, oh, it's no, it was a conversation on cheating. Like... People want to cheat for a reason, and if they want to cheat, just they're gonna cheat no matter what. They'll always find a way. So why fight it? Just go with the flow. Essentially, I don't. I honestly, I agree. It's a waste of energy. Yeah, but in terms of like the PlayStation Five here, um, I think it's a we're. I think that the PlayStation Five, in terms of its feature set is a little bit less consumer friendly than the Xboxes purely because of like the nature of their lead. Right. 
they're allowed to rest on their laurels a little bit and can take a hit like this because they're like, well, people want to be on the PlayStation platform anyway, right? And especially with the kind of state of things, it's interesting going from the uh, 360 and PS3 generation to this new generation, right? Because I, I was thinking about it the other day in terms of like weighing up the two new consoles, right? The new Xbox and the new PlayStation. Thinking about which one would I get, right? Seeing mm -hmm. these like kind of negative things about the PlayStation. Um, another one of which we'll get to uh, in a second. Right, right. And uh, it's not really that big of a deal. Okay. But anyway, point is, thinking about it, I was like, there's no way that I would be able to jump over to the Xbox. And it's because I've been embedded in the PlayStation ecosystem oh. for, what, like seven years at this point or whatever? Holy Which cow. means that I have that giant library of games that I bought on PSN, right? Which, if I get an Xbox, I lose that entire library of games. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't lose them. I still have them on my PlayStation 4, but I don't take them with me, yeah. right? And I really don't think we're going to see very much of a shift in this, like, going forward in this generation, uh, like, shift in terms of the balance of which console is selling comparatively to the other, the ratio of the two, for that specific reason, right? If you're in on the Xbox, you're in on the Xbox now because all right. your games are on the Xbox, right? And if you're in on the PlayStation, you're in on the PlayStation because your whole library is on the PlayStation. And there's, like, very little that I think they can really do to get people to jump ship. If anything, they can, like, bait people over and get them to buy both. But just getting people to make the Switch, I think, is, like, an incredibly difficult prospect at this point. But... Moving on to that other point that I mentioned earlier, uh, Call of Duty Warzone on Xbox Series X runs at 120 FPS now. Oh, wow. Wow. But not on the PlayStation 5. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. So, yeah, a lot of games on the Series X have 120 FPS modes, and no none of the backwards compatible games on the PlayStation 5 uh go above 60 it's just everything's got... hard locked at 60 okay because uh, i i could have sworn that both both the new xbox and playstation have pretty similar specs it's not right? the they do the it's a nature of... different it's the backwards compatibility yeah right, okay. the nature of the backwards yeah, compatibility yeah, is yeah, capped yeah. at 60 fps okay. so technically they could uh i think they could just do like a software update mm -hmm. and change it right um but yeah as it stands currently. Nah. Well, is Warzone... Yeah. I, I didn't get that far into it. Is Xbox Series X running its own like version of Warzone as of yet? Like, has Activision or Infinity Ward put out that? Because what I was reading is the PlayStation 5 is playing PlayStation 4 version of Warzone, and that's the issue with that one. Whereas I feel like Infinity Ward pushed out an update that Warzone is actually playing on Xbox Series X 
version of it. That's what I'm guessing. So the, the story about the playing the PS4 version on the PS5. Yeah. I read that as not everybody. I read that as like a potential like, hey, when you downloaded, you might have downloaded the PS4 version instead oh, of the PS5 So that's like version. one of their theories because, as to why it's doing that. Um, why it's doing what? Like capping at 60. Like is that their... No, it's their... capped at 60 regardless. Okay. You can't play Modern Warfare Warzone above 60 FPS on the PlayStation. If you're Oof. playing the PlayStation 5 version, it's running at like 4K 60 or whatever. And if you're playing the PS4 version, it's running at like up res 4K 60. That's the only thing that would make sense to me, though, is the fact that it has to do with like the new version of the game for the new consoles versus like the current or I guess last gen consoles. Uh, that would be the cap reason. The only thing I could think of because it's just not capable of it. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think an iteration of the PlayStation 5 Warzone is out for Sony yet. Either Infinity Ward hasn't finished fixing it yet or making it, or Sony just hasn't pushed it through yet. Honestly, I don't think that's an excuse because Sony had a deal with Call yeah. of Duty for a long time already. Say, so why wouldn't they prioritize Sony in the first place? It could have just been a, a software issue out, like when they were pushing I, it out. I think it's just Sony's choice. Probably. Well, like the article points towards it um, as well, and I've, I heard it before. They're trying so hard to push a spotlight on Black Ops, and since Black Ops is a much bigger release on Sony than it was on almost anywhere else. I feel like the Sony sales probably were much higher. So maybe their th their pro thought process for Sony and for Infinity Ward and Activision is if we don't update it on the Sony, then people are going to be more apt to go get Black Ops because they're getting treated better at Black Ops. Yeah, Maybe. Also, I, I can clarify. The case is both on both consoles... They're both running the backwards compatibility version of the game. That's and the nature of the Xbox's backwards compatibility is that it can run things at 120. PlayStation's backwards compatibility caps at 60. Oh, you know what? You're right because they just released, um, well, what is it? Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest at 120 for the new right. Xbox One X. So you're that makes 100% sense so it's not anyone's fault it just it's X it's sony it's, being behind on their right microsoft was ahead on their shit yeah. before the next gen came out so that was them so props to them for being ready i think they had more priorities uh set on something else i'm not sure what it is but maybe it's just getting the consoles out instead of focusing on 120 just for one game. It really depends. Well, it's not just for one game because it's like the backwards compatibility as a whole, right? Yeah. So other games could potentially run at 120 as well, but they don't because of the backwards compatibility on Sony's end. Um, hmm. But regardless, 
both of the consoles have been the largest launches for the brands ever. Wow. Okay, nice. Wow. I'm uh, um, surprised. Joey, are you getting a PS5? I'm waiting on it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't... I, I normally will wait a while before I pick up consoles because two reasons. Usually, A, they're incredibly difficult to get. Indeed. Um, and will be, like, marked up and stuff like that. And it's, you know, I don't care that much. And two... Uh, they usually will have a, the first batch usually has defects and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I usually want to wait until the manufacturing process gets stabilized before I pick up a console. Great idea, isn't, Joey. Isn't a uh, PlayStation five technically on their second batch though, because the, all the pre-orders had gotten bought up. They might be now. I don't know. I, I want to say they probably are. But whether they were able to fix anything because they didn't get the feedback from the initial yeah they still need people. it yeah they still need so it, it was probably con still considered back. the first batch they just printed a bunch more or well made a bunch more yeah so the PlayStation yeah. printer the only reason why yeah. I asked is because I was curious about the haptic controller because my coworkers uh, have been using the PS5 and yeah and they've been real like it's hit and miss but mostly hit for them especially yeah. with black ops with um the way the trigger pulls and the aiming mm -hmm. works and then even like on spider-man there's like with the haptic triggers it's just or the paddles it, it the uh the the web pulling adding some tension and some resistance it, it, it hits that's different cool. that's yeah, yeah that's what i'm interested in yeah, by far the thing that I found the most interesting. Because, like, at, at the end of the day, both consoles are kind of just the same deal, mm -hmm. right? And it's kind of comes just down more to, like, their powerful. right? But, yeah, no, the the DualShock, there's, like, multiple reasons that I like the, the or I guess I should say the DualSense now. Kind of right, Joey. Call why I like um, PlayStation's controller a lot more than Microsoft's controller. I don't need to go ahead and get into all of it. But so you're you're paying for peripherals more so than the hardware itself. Kind yeah, well, of... it's the it's part of the system. It's not just a peripheral situation. It's well, no, but that's part... what makes the difference. What, yeah, yeah, what yeah. Okay, influencing yeah. the experience, right? Yeah, and I feel like um, both systems are on the same power level. Maybe like I I thought I read somewhere that the Xbox has slightly more power. But you can't just look at the specs because people don't realize like it's optimization and it's the developer's optimization of the console too that makes the difference, like loading yeah. screens and everything like that. It's, it's uh, that's what I was fearing is, like Joey said, we're just getting a more powerful console for the next generation. But the DualSense controller is what put it over the top as far as innovation goes. Like, because it's like how microsoft has always been is selling their services right we've had this discussion what does sony have a user experience with this new new controller and i think that is a defining factor between choosing mm -hmm. between uh sony or microsoft yeah things like the the way the like triggers the trigger like breaks when you're firing guns and yeah, like I'm in that um, just like also, I want to shout out to the touch pad that's still on the controller. 
that is like shout out underused. Nice, nice. The touchpad, yeah. like, I don't want to go too deep into it, but the touchpad is great. We like, already discussed that. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember we had a rap. big discussion. But see, that's the that's the thing I fear too, because the touchpad is a great tool that should be used a lot. So I'm afraid that this haptic controller system will be underused by potential mm -hmm. games. I think with the haptic triggers, it's um I think it's easier to kind of figure out a way to incorporate the haptic triggers into gameplay feel, right? Whereas, yeah. like, I think a lot of people or a lot of developers, and, like, I'm not a developer, so I, I can't really speak for developers. I can only say what I think is, like, going on. But they see the touchpad, and they kind of see that, like, it kind of works as, like, two buttons on the side, and they're like, all right, good enough. It works as, like, <laughs> a select button, right? Um <laughs> when it really should be taken advantage of in because it's a touchpad right mm -hmm. and there's so many ways that you can take advantage particularly in like menuing and stuff like that which is horrible on console mm -hmm. games nowadays um and yeah you're right like it's you worry that the haptic triggers are going to become like a gimmick thing and like they get used a lot right at the beginning of the generation. And then as, as we see like third party games come out, you don't really see yeah. as much of the haptic trigger use. So but, Joey with um, the touchpad, was it more utilized with exclusives and Sony? No. Yeah. Sony exclusives. Uh, well, to be fair, I, I don't play like the whole roster of Sony exclusives, but no, the games yeah. that I've noticed with the best, touchpad functionality tend to be third-party games oh okay um, the two notable ones that come to my head are um minecraft you can use it to manipulate the menu in minecraft which is fantastic um and in grand theft auto and i should check to see if there's anything you can do with it in red dead but in grand theft auto you can use it to throw grenades Oh, like wow. it, if you're like shooting because you know in grand theft auto you have to like cycle to the grenade to pull it out and then like throw it and like all that stuff yeah on the playstation you can just like with your regular gun out swipe up on the d-pad and your character will just lob a frag grenade out or whatever like grenade they have in the grenade slot and it's like it's like that those little things that enhance the yeah it's just like experience. gestures on the a phone. fluidity yeah right is like really the way that it should have been taken advantage of um and yeah like things like um i don't know potentially like writing on it or like drawing on it um i feel like they like are games that do that there, there might be, be a few games that do it it's very limited but like, yeah i feel like i've seen that before yeah there's definitely like way more interesting technology packed in sony's controller um and i think that games are better for it on their platform so like to garrick's point you are kind of like paying for a premium because the playstation is more expensive than the xbox um i think anyway right yeah am i wrong I, about that i think it's a yeah. hundred dollars more it's like a hundred dollars more yeah mm -hmm. um and yeah so like you're paying for i think you're paying for both the sony exclusives which they have a wider roster of first party studios 
and you're paying for that controller, which is, like Garrick said, really going to enhance the feeling of playing a lot of these games. Um, as long as the developers choose to use them. Yeah, as long as the developers take advantage of it. What, I so. wish like there was a way to incentivize them. What What is the incentive for these developers to try new technology when it's not as a game that when it's not but the problem is the reason why it's your you have to develop additional code for this one platform only right and that's extra work it's a risk specifically Mm -hmm. for one platform unless it's an exclusive that's the only incentive well no besides that it's a risk that a indie company or a smaller company might want to take in order to get themselves noticed because they're not gonna like if you put out a shooter in a world of Call of Duty and and Battlefield, you're not gonna be seen very easily. But if you put out a shooter yeah. with different like crazier control patterns due to the controller or like a different experience because of a PlayStation controller, you're gonna get noticed, even if it's small and it's a minute like you know kind of like a fall guys situation where you're popular for two months because of it. At least it's something, and you sell those copies. That would be another I think, scenario where I could see that happen. I think what Garrick's getting at, though, is like, I think you're right, PJ, when you're talking about indies there, but like, let's look at like EA, for example, right? What in- incentive does EA have to have the team, the, the DICE team working on Battlefield, put in extra work to implement like touchpad gesture stuff specifically for playstation absolutely none like none it doesn't so it doesn't add to their their experience or the money they're going to make at all right exactly which at the end of the day it might still add to the gameplay experience right right? like i said like gta is on all those platforms but they still put in the work to add that little touch to the playstation 4 specifically um that might kind of be because Rockstar has kind of like a closer relationship with Sony and the PlayStation brand. But anyway, I digress. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys think you're going to get a console? Do you care about these consoles as like PC players? Uh, I am just race. curious of the haptic controller. Yeah, I want to try that. I don't that. think it. I don't think it's worth the five hundred, six hundred dollars. No, it would have to be no. some yes. way down the road when they get cheaper and yeah. smaller, and it would just what? be strictly because I'm a collector. Now, if they the can com- make the commerce? PlayStation, no, if they can make the PlayStation controller, uh, you know, compatible with PC games, that's exactly. what eh, I, was gonna I, say. I don't mind replacing my Xbox 360 controller, PlayStation, yes. Sony. Yeah, Xbox, I, wink, wink. They might be. I, the DualShock Four is. Okay. Okay. So, but it doesn't do everything. Yeah, well, the well, touchpad. The, the games problem. also have to. You know? Touchpad does. Yeah, work. based yeah. on the platform, though. Like, yeah. right. Because the question is, does do compute uh, do games recognize that this is an Xbox controller or a P- PS4 controller on my PC, I, or is it I, just as a peripheral device? Yeah, this is the Xbox is it's it's in house. I believe Steam notices the dual shock as a dual shock okay okay and cool. the, when you like plug in the dual shock like when it like in the bottom corner it says dual shock for connected right. yeah so and i've like, seen gameplay for warzone yeah that confirms it reads 
the dual shock but i i just hope the haptic translates yeah. and i well, would definitely eat up one of those yeah, controllers exactly me too yeah but i feel like it'll be an easy fix like you don't really have to have it programmed in the game you can just have a driver that like kind of detects whatever inputs True. or outputs and then have that kind of be the just uh, have an between, app that you download you know? from sony shop or something well, like it's, that. yeah it's a driver you know it's like it's it's be, i don't yeah, think it'll be that's automatic. Hard easy well, yeah, I guess what John's getting at is the same solution, and like, like also Joey mentioned, the same solution that it rec- like every PC recognizes the PS4 controllers. So. Yeah, and then hopefully it doesn't matter what platform it is; it'll just say, "Okay, you're playing this game, uh, and it's a it's a Sony controller. Just, let's go haptic, y'all." Yeah, here's here's all the stuff. I'd Have be fun. down. I'll be waiting. Yeah, I'll wait. I will probably get a PS5 at some point oh, down the line. But that's because I play a lot of PS4. And yeah. I have a lot of friends who play on the PS4. So, look at this. See, the, the, only thing, <laughs> the only thing that just like deters me is I have a perfectly good PS4 here that I barely use. I play Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And then before that, really nothing. And... And like it would be a waste if I get a whole new console because yeah. I just do everything on PC already. I have a perfect and it's good PC here. Yeah, I spend a lot of time on play- on my PlayStation Four. Yeah. Oh so, wow. Uh, the PlayStation Five would definitely be a big improvement for a lot of games, and it's interesting now, too because like thinking about it, I'm not even really interested in picking up the PlayStation Five to play PlayStation Five games. It's just oh. like the potential for the PlayStation 4 games I already have to run better. Yeah. Also, yeah, that loading enough, yeah. is ridiculous. Like, yeah. on the PS4, for Ghost of Tsushima, it takes so long. And then I'm playing oh, Assassin's Creed right now on PC, and it literally takes, like, 10 seconds tops. Oh, yeah. It was unreal when I went from... Because I play a bunch of Monster Hunter on PS4, and I have Monster Hunter on my computer as well, running on an SSD. And, like... It's so fast you don't have time to read the <laughs> tool tips. Yeah. Like exactly. I load into like or like when you're in the lobby, normally on PlayStation, you like queue up for a hunt and it has to load up so you can like run around in the lobby and go do things really quick. On the PlayStation or on the PC, you hit like queue up for hunt and then just boom, hunt's ready to go. You're like, all right, yeah. you hit to load in the hunt, <laughs> and then it's like black screen and you're in. It's just a like, blank. Honestly, we've nice. become so spoiled, but the the downside is that console players never got to experience that oh. until possibly with this generation. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oh. But yeah, those new consoles looking pretty hot. Oh, uh, yeah. Hard to get, though. So. Yeah. Indeed. I don't think it's you're gonna be, they're going to be available to like mid, easily available till mid next year. Yeah, that's my guess. Or like spring of, next year, possibly. Yeah, honestly, I just I, think it's going to be on high demand because COVID. And if we, especially mm, if we have exactly. a secondary shutdown, it's gonna people are gonna order them like hotcakes. I don't you, know how in a second how, stimulus package. Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna be an easy like everyone's gonna go drop half yeah. of it on that. I don't know how my coworkers got got their hands on it, but they, they were raving like about it, and I think <laughs> so. Bonded. Because they were like they worrying back. about like it getting delivered on time and stuff. They were re- they were so excited about 
the PS5. So I can't, I can't like get on board with excitement for consoles anymore. But I guess as PC player, that's how that's just how you are. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's like, like yeah, you always have like, it. You know, yeah, yeah. Like once with PC, it's like there's no real like good yeah. like, upside about getting con- maybe like the exclusive. But then I, I don't care about the exclusives. Like I can miss PC a bunch series. of games anyways. Like I just right. got a VR and that that was like a much because it, it's a whole different experience. Like a console yeah. and a PC, the experience isn't much different, and you're getting a lesser experience in the console. But then like getting a VR headset, it's like that's a completely different way of playing games. Like and it's, it's the trend a, is sooner or later that exclusive will probably come out yeah. for PC anyways, yeah. and probably better. Yeah. Exhibit A, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, just have oh, to I, wait I, what I, oh, yeah, two three years. Happy. I think there is something to be said, though, about, like, generally speaking, with a console game, when you get it, it's just going to work. Yeah, that, that's and, the like, thing. That's, that's not true. always the case on PC. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah. of cases where, like, for whatever reason, the game just doesn't work with your hardware or, like, doesn't yeah. cooperate with it well. Or, like, um, and, yeah, so for, like, a layperson the like console is definitely the way to go because it's like mm-hmm. you don't have to worry yeah. about stuff. You don't have it's to like the ipad yeah. it's like yeah. the ipad of uh of, yeah. the, of the tablet world but yeah that's you true. are it's definitely right in that way you are definitely right in the case of like if you have a pc these consoles don't really do anything for you for the most part yeah. right like a lot of people mm-hmm. had to pick up the playstation because like demon souls and stuff like that and like miles morales but um like for like especially the xbox like there's no reason to buy <laughs> yeah, yourself right? an xbox <laughs> if you have a pc because everything <laughs> yeah. for the most part that microsoft puts out on the xbox exclusive is also going to end up on pc so um yeah there's just like really no reason to buy any of that and for the most part like if you don't care about the souls games and you don't care about spider-man it's not really a reason to pick up a playstation either so um and like personally like in terms of like what i would buy first like looking forward i would buy myself a new gaming pc before i bought a PlayStation. right yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like because there's more that i can do with it yeah Consoles feel like they're more like the, the what you say, it's like the layman's, like kind of just the, the uh, everyday person's kind of uh, gaming uh, device these days. You know, it's like back in the day, it's like, oh, you're a gamer if you have an Xbox and a PlayStation. But now it's just like, oh, it's the little cousins down the street or, you know, the mom has the PlayStation. But the true gamers, PC Master Race. Oh, yeah. Okay, you guys want to play a little name that game? Oh, oh no. yeah. Let's do it. I'm scared. It's time for everyone's favorite game. Name that game. The game where you guess the game and the prize is nothing but bragging rights. With our host, Joey. All right, we're playing Name That Game, the game show within a podcast where oh, wow. I read the description of a character from a video game franchise and then somebody buzzes in and has to name the franchise that the character is from and also can name the character for a point. Generally Whoa. speaking, there's two points on the table. 
Uh, sometimes three, if I'm looking for like a specific game in a franchise, there might be a third point on the table. Oh, jeez. But not usually. I'm scared. Anyway, we got some great characters who I'm going to read the descriptions of. Uh, these descriptions were taken from the Wikia pages for these various characters. Uh, so... If you want to go read more about the character, go check out the Wikia pages. Oh, wow. But yeah, I just took the like the the descriptions and the Wikias and modified them a little bit to take out names, like specific Ooh. recognizing factors. Anyway, are you guys ready to start? We are. Okay. Okay. Kicking us off. This character was once a student at Aldrich in Philadelphia under a scholarship to become a filmmaker. But instead what? of attending classes, she spent her time watching horror films. Ooh. She got her love uh-huh. for the film genre from her father, who introduced uh-huh. her to movies featuring zombies, slasher murderers, and extraterrestrials at a young age. Her wow. father, Wade wished for her to become a police officer like himself, often taking her to the shooting range to get her some practice. Buzz. These actions cause... Oh, PJ's I'm buzzing gonna, in. I'm going to go out on a weird limb and say Zoe from Left 4 Dead. Two points for PJ. Fuck oh, yeah. Holy cow! I don't know wow. how I remembered that. Because <laughs> she was your crush. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised. Wait, they have backstory. They do. Yeah, Very they much do. So. There what? was a comic the book first... that was released shortly oh, afterwards that also went through their whole backstories for each one of the. The characters. first Left for Dead were comic better comic developed book. characters. They were. They were. I love the. I love the original characters. But yeah. wait, 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 wait. In, in game or did you have to go outside? No, it's external. They released it okay, after okay. Left for Dead Two came out, and that's um, dumb. It was like a whole backstory John, for the original. You gotta characters. remember, that's... this is. Um, John, this is the older days. Older days? I was a nerd about Left 4 Dead. I loved it. Anyhow. Okay, you guys ready to move on to character number two? Ye- I don't know. I felt no. cheated, but yeah, I'm moving on. <laughs> Maybe you just need to get good, John. Compared to last week where I literally got cheated, at least mm-hmm. on one of them. Hey, it's named that game, not named that graphic novel that's based off of <laughs> no it's also said in the game too oh is it okay yes good well Born we were busy farmers uh-huh. oh, this character uh-huh. always sought to acquire riches and fame uh-huh. oh, wow. he became a privateer for the royal navy early in his life and once accepted found himself stationed in the west indies however uh-huh. an abrupt end to the war of spanish succession and the promise of gold, glory, and fame eventually seduced him into the life of piracy. Oh, it was no. during this quest that the character first encountered the assassin and Templar orders. Ah, Buzz. I don't know the name, but Assassin's Creed Black Black Flag. You got the franchise that's point for Garrick. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Shh. I don't know the ah. name. Uh, what, is it? what century was this in? Can we get that? 
as a clue, or like you said, it was West Indies. It's like the 1600s. Back in the day. Okay. Ah, yeah. dang it. I can't think of his name. God. <sighs> so he, the game itself is still up for grabs. He got the series. No, he got the series and the game. I'm not giving him a point for the game. Oh, what Black Flag was the right. Okay, I didn't play yeah. Black Frags. Black Flag. Black Flag. Black Frags. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking Jack Flag. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not sponsored. I don't uh, know. Oh, jeez. Come on, John. You really like that game. I know. I never played Black Flag. I know, I know the characters. Oh. So, uh, it's not right, but it's like Mason or something. Uh, it's not I'll right. just Incorrect. I'll just take a, a guess. If No, never mind. I was gonna say Connor because I know Connor is in the American Revolution one, but that's a hundred years later, so he's he's not even alive yet. It's it was a guess. No, I'm gonna retract oh. my buzz. I don't oh. know. I'll be happy. Okay, with well, I'm gonna move on. The What's answer, but oh, was his dad right? It's Connor's dad, Edward Kenway. Yeah, Kenway. It's that's actually it. oh, it's actually Connor's grandfather. Grandfather, right? Yeah. Oh, Kenway. I was on the right track at least. I, I did not play that game because I all, yeah because so I I, I, I kept thinking Connor I was like trying to figure out Connor's last name. I, I totally forgot. Remember that's remember so Connor's long ago though. I I I had no interest in playing that game, so <laughs> I'm not upset oh, whatsoever. So, and I'm upset. So one of the Gary good ones. Got one. Isn't that yeah, a Gary piano? Okay. Wow. You know what? Give Garrick two points. Oh wow! Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> What is I want to recount. Case? Yeah, I want to recount. What is this? No. What is I'm this? I'm I get to dictate him how I please. Unless you uh, want to sue, John. Yeah, I want to sue. Can't, you can't. Take small claims court. Do, do, do. What's the next question? Move on to our curveball. Oh snap! Of the show. You know what, Joey? This is. It's starting to become winter. We should start calling it snowball. Oh. No. I don't get it. It comes it's out, it out there and then crashes all over your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, that's splat sound. Okay, we'll call it Snowball. This character was born on the planet Quelticquan. <laughs> what? It's hard to pronounce. Who? Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spell it out. K-W-E-L-T-I-K-W-A-N. That's, that's a lot of W's. still doesn't help. That's a lot of W's. There, he created a series of illegal genetic experiments, but Mm -hmm. was eventually banished as a result. He then bought his own laboratory, where he continued to create more experiments alongside his former college friend, Dr. Hamsterville. What? (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, buzz. Damn it. It's like, I should have waited two more seconds, but I knew John was about to buzz. Um, Fuck. I know it's uh, a Cartoon Network show. Oh, cartoon. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. I might have to bypass my buzz and give it to John because I'm not sure. I'm going to um, give you 10 seconds. Oh, shit. I can't remember if it's like a, a superhero show or not. Just go ahead and give it to John. I'll try again later. Try again later? You can't. Wait, wait. Can't, Why didn't we can't? Can't? He didn't no, it's wrong already. Oh, okay. I'm gonna retract my my, yeah. my buzz and see get some little more information. Okay, buzzes are retracted. 
Oh, snap. Where was I? Hamsterville. Uh, okay, I think, okay, yeah, Hamsterville. Uh, managing a business called Jokes on You. Eventually, uh, both would be arrested following the creation of their latest experiment, 626. Oh, However, Buzz. PJ Buzz. Lilo in. and Stitch. And, uh, God, what the hell's his name? It's the, I know exactly who it, who it is, but I can't think of his name. But I'm just going to go with Lilo and Stitch. I'll take that point. <laughs> BJ gets a point for Lilo and Stitch. Would anybody like to name the character? I don't remember. I have to watch that What's movie. His name? Doctor. Oh, that's hard. It, it is Doctor. I will tell you that. It is Doctor, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, just I, was, I was thinking out loud. I don't remember. I know, that, I know his assistant's name. If that gives me a half a point. I At least know. I... Oh, Buzz, I'm I know what we have Dr. to watch. Dr. Van Strangle. I don't know. I was thinking Ooh. that, actually, but it's not that. Yeah. Dr. Van Strangle? Nobody have an answer? No, I just guessed. It's Dr. not the right answer. answer. Yeah. yeah. I, I do I don't not. Remember. I have no inkling. Oh, God, I wish I could remember. It's going to be so obvious, too, isn't it? For Dr. Jumba... Jukiba. Nope. Oh, okay. Not not obvious. Jukiba. Uh, yeah. I, okay. Now okay. now it's ringing bell. I I remember his assistant's name is Quig Quigley yeah. or Quigley. Quig Quigley. I think Quigley. Yeah. I think it's Quigley. Yeah. Oh, and now I know what movie we have to watch again because it's been so long. That is a good movie. Okay. I love Lilo. I like that question. That was a good, a good one. Good. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't remember. Or name that game. I caught up. Finally. The point totals. <laughs> looking at. 11 for PJ. I know some Garrett. of those points seem like you, we got to recount those points and, and PJ's points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, we, come you're on. not going to take away the two points that I actually like did really <laughs> well. Okay. Like, come on. I saw the big lead, lead very, on you and like, everyone else. Bizarre. So, uh, Compared Speaking to last week where I got bitch, robbed. <laughs> robbed. Robbed. You would never robbed. of yeah. Lilo and Stitch. Uh, do you guys know there's a live action Lilo and Stitch happening? What what a segue, guys! Oh my god! Know that actually? Uh, I saw was that planned, Joey? Collider, uh, it's an article by Drew Taylor. You can go check out the whole article there. Um, but yeah, the headline for it is director John M. Chu, who directed uh, Crazy Rich Asians. It was okay. Uh, (laughs) Haven't heard about this movie. How about Chu? Okay, settle down there. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) whoa. Anyway, um, anyway, live action Lilo and Stitch is happening. I didn't know that was happening. Did you guys know that was happening? Not at all. That's crazy. That seems like a bad idea. uh, No, I'm excited. I mean, I can see ET. ET worked and the kid and the alien. And they pulled off a Sonic, so I believe they can do it. And Pikachu. Pikachu, I believe yeah. you can make a fuzzy you can make a fuzzy mm. CG character really. That's really true, well but if is his alien form gonna be like really creepy? Is Maybe. he gonna be violent too? That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, really Disney, gory. So. <laughs> Disney. And it needs to be gory because it's it, Lilo it, it, and yeah, Stitch. Nah, it's it's probably gonna be another one of those remake like live action remakes that are kind of disappointing and just kind of meh. Oh, so I, yeah. How do you guys feel about those like Disney live action remakes? Because well, to me, if, haven't watched they any. are so lifeless. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch any either. But the biggest like complaint was that I've seen was for Lion King and how like there was there's this like some some artists recreated how Simba should actually look, and I would actually watch it yeah. like that with the big eyes, not not going for realistic, but still the essence of the well, Lion King. Recreated before or after the movie came out. Wait, wait, after wait. because after they were one of those people that were also oh, yeah, yeah. not convinced by it being a good movie. Well, because the thing about the, the, it lost the its like essence. Lion King remake um, is in on paper. It sounds really interesting. Like you're Lion King recreated, but in like a nature documentary style, which is in concept really cool to see. Like you know these characters. Play it's a out. good idea on yeah. paper. Yeah, on paper, exactly. Right? But yeah. then when you actually do it, it and no you realize that like, oh, yeah, these characters can't emote also, because animals, they look like yeah. actual tigers. A- actual animals yeah. can't yeah. emote like humans and that's what you're missing. That's what a cartoon can do. Is you can get these mm-hmm. and over the top yeah, going, reactions. Going back and re-watching scenes from the Lion King animated film, the characters are so like Full of movement, expressive. Right? I think that's, yeah, yeah, they're so expressive. Very I think expressive. it's like a particular like it's emblematic of like Disney's animation style. But like Scar has so much going on right. with just the way the character moves right. and the way yeah. his face emotes, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's completely lost yeah. in the live action remake. But it's like what what and emotion can you portray with a like a real life? Like a mad exactly. lion. It's like what 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 can you do there, to make it look mad? There like, needs uh, to be a snarls. That's there needs it, right? to be a line to be blurred essentially. So the reason why I pointed out uh, Pikachu and Sonic is because they're great examples of blurring the lines. They embrace the because they were able to place these animated CGI characters in the real world while making sure they have emotions and they can express themselves instead of going for the hundred percent realism that originally that the Sonic movie was going for. Right. And, and they realized that that's the wrong move and they learned right away instead of Disney just going, not listening to anyone and actually just doing what they did. Yeah. That was a big mistake. To that point, maybe that like Lilo and Stitch is already off to a better start. Yeah, it's going to be easier for them. The yeah. character, they can do whatever they want with the character. Exactly. We right. don't know what a, mm-hmm. what a realistic uh, right. Stitch alien looks and, like in real life. And it's not it's a drama. Like Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. That's true. It's not a drama. You're not trying right. to capture the the beauty of of Africa or something and, and yeah. capture the beauty of how realistic these it's, it's at this point, like the Lion King live action was more of like a mature play than it was for a kid's movie turned live action. It sounded like and, it had a confused identity. That was the mm-hmm. biggest issue with that yeah. the Lion King remake. And then I won't even say Aladdin had that, that same issue. I feel like this one, since it's so set in, imagination that it has a better chance of fighting back that problem but i don't know the live actions kind of it's a phase that disney's going through that will lead to the next like iteration that will be better i I feel like that that's the first stride with every situation yeah exactly they can pull it off they just need to learn quicker it's weird because like 
I feel like what Disney as of late has been primarily noticed for is their animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Like particularly mm-hmm. I think about like frozen. Right. Yeah. And like, I think if you made a live action frozen, it would do incredibly well, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be a better movie. No. And I think yeah. that's usually the case here is that like the, the ability for a animated feature to take you to like a different world mm-hmm. I feel like is greater and that you can do kind of more liberties with animated features in terms of like there like there's less you have you don't have to work as hard to suspend your disbelief right right and it's like with these live action movies not only do they end up feeling kind of lifeless and kind of dull. I think Aladdin's kind of boring. Yeah, Aladdin's um, very boring. And I, but anyway, you know, point is, um, I think that they end up just being like worse versions of themselves. So why don't they just continue to make animated stuff? Yeah, what is their target audience? Like, I feel Nostalgia. like this is adults. targeted towards adults. Yeah. Yep. But that's not what we're asking for. No, but it's easy for them because it's like adults are going to go watch it and then their kids are going to get introduced to it. And like, oh, actually, let me go show you the original version. And then they make another, you know, it's almost kind of like a trap because let me show you how it it, really should be. Right. Yeah. They're using the films, which aren't that great. And they're still spending a lot of money on them. It's not like they're making them bad purposefully, but they figure even if it fails, they're going to get a new generation of people because those adults that go and are displeased with the movie are going to be like, this isn't the original. This isn't right. This is how it should eh, be done. You know? I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think that was their, that's not tent. their plan. I'm just saying there was no loss to them. And I feel like they, they wanted to the be beginning. successful no matter what yeah. they just, they just didn't cause their heart wasn't in the right place. Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying that they did it on purpose. But there's no loss. There isn't at all. Because now they're also re-releasing the classics from the vault more consistently. So there's got to be a reason why they're doing that. They're noticing the trends. Like, people are buying the classic movies again more often now. And then this isn't the first delve that they've been into for live-action movies. I don't know if you guys remember, like, I think it was the end of the 90s or early 2000s. They did Dalmatians live action yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which actually did well True. and it wasn't yeah. i really like i like the live action dalmatians yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen it in a long time but yeah. i, I want to say it's probably because that the original wasn't that far out of the realm of reality yeah. and all they did is have talking dogs yeah uh, Wait, were, yeah were, were they it was like a shot it wasn't a shot for shot like cartoon to live action remake though it was like if i felt like it was a no. kind of a different story I, yeah i think it's anyways yeah the deal it, it was, but it still succeeded in capturing the essence of it properly. And yeah, I think exactly. that's the, the the issue is they need to take the approach they did for that movie and yeah. write a plot that captures the essence, but fits what they're trying to present. Their, well, again, their medium. They're going they're for like the whole that. nostalgia. It's like, oh, what's your, your childhood, but in real you know real, real life now? In magnificent um, glory. But yeah. that they Wait. did that with 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, really but the did. thing is, mm. it's it's um, 
they didn't gut the characters in Dalmatians. They didn't. They they kept the essence of it. They still right. want it. It was geared towards kids. Yeah. Right. So there's a difference. I don't know. I'm just saying they've done it before. It's just there's it's weird that now they're doing it again. It's just not working as well. Like imagine hiring like um what's her name? Anna uh, Angelina Jolie who uh, her character of Maleficent and placed her as Cruella Deville. That would be so boring as heck, hell cuz because it won't be as animated. You won't like that evil character. You just will hate her. Right? Yeah. There's a balance. It depends how she acts it. Yeah. I think it depends on the writing. Can do it. Yeah. I, there's, there's been plenty of examples where they did it properly. Like, I mean, again, yeah. It's a story, just, though. It's They're trying too hard to like you said, hit nostalgia more so than creating a compelling story that matches the medium they're going for yeah. that hits the nostalgia bone just right while making it a good film still. Yeah. You, you shouldn't worry so much about that's, that's the same thing as saying like, Oh, an artist can recreate something word for word, but if their voice doesn't match it, it's not going to be as, as good. I'd rather hear someone sing something in their own tone or their own voice mm -hmm. and make it beautiful on their own, but still hits you with the originals concept. Yeah. yeah. Make it, make it the new artists. Yeah. Kind it's of the same thing mm -hmm. we were talking about with, uh, what was the game that we talked about a couple weeks ago where they're recreating in HD where it's like, Mario? Oh, it demon yeah. souls, demon, demon souls. souls oh. Yeah. So they're, they change the creatures. They're not one for one scaled. They're, they're slightly changed to fit what they are now. Like the graphics now. And that, it, but it still is reminiscent enough of the ones before. Yeah, it, it well, I mean, people got pissed sense. off, right, Joey? It's like people got pissed off because oh, they changed the 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 original thing, which I think Disney is scared of doing that too. I mean, they right. got flack. They got flack for Mulan. I, I haven't watched Mulan. Not no interest in it. But they got flack for it not having musical stuff in it. You know, so yeah. So yeah, now that the game's out, the consensus that I've seen is that some of the changes are good, and some of the changes are kind of bad. Yeah. So it's like mixed. People right. are into some of the design changes, and then no matter what, you run that, that risk like, on either yeah. side. Yeah, but in the day, right. people are still gonna watch these re these live action remakes of Disney cartoons because well, again, it's exactly the point. Yeah. they don't so, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care right. to make it new or different. Also, let me point out when I say like consensus, it's like the people have a consensus of like certain things everybody generally thinks were good changes right. and then the bad changes everybody thinks were bad changes it's not as much of like some people think some changes are good and some people think those changes are bad it's kind of more like universal or not universal but like more skewed towards like yeah most of the community thinks that these changes are bad and these changes are good whereas i think with the disney movies i think there is a little bit more of a it's back and forth blur. where yeah. people think that these new live action Disney movies are actually really good. Yeah. I cool. think when you're watching something with your kid and your kids entertained by it, you're going to have a better positive view on it. Even if you're not entertained just because it's like, Oh, my kid was quiet the whole time and, and actually sat through the movie like, and talking animals might do that. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I'll, I'm not going to, 
I liked Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. It was a good movie. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's going to be horrible because these other ones were. I didn't watch the other ones. I'd like yeah. to give them a tra- chance at one point, but I have to find one that gets me hyped enough about it for me to jump into the other ones that I've heard aren't that great. We should that have one. a live action exactly. Finding Nemo. Uh, <laughs> Finding Nemo. Just a oh, fish geez. running around in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like 30 seconds long, and that's the movie. Perfect medium. Uh, looking at the director's uh, John M. Chu's uh, uh, filmography. Bless you. Kind of, kind of <laughs> thank you. It's actually like he has a a dance background. Um, he was a, he's a dancer. Ooh. Um, he directed Step It Up to. That'd oh. be interesting. For uh, the so yeah, yeah. With the, um, the Hawaiian dance. Also, he directed the Justin Bieber dancing. documentaries. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and GI Joe Retaliation. So he has an oh. interesting filmography going on here. So I was like, I wonder what He's he very... has, has to uh, offer. Really cool dance numbers He's, would be really awesome. He's very versatile. Us. Yeah. I, I, I think That's they should go full on into the like ebb and flow feel of uh, a Hawaiian-based movie. Like It's supposed to have those like really chill vibes. Like Obviously, it's yeah. going to have some action. It's Lilo and Stitch. But they, they should definitely capture the... Uh, aloha uh, yeah like he has an eye eye for like dance and and, and feeling that stuff so Mm -hmm. if they can like like yeah like get all that kind of uh, hawaiian cultural dances yeah Yeah. that would be really cool and i would love to see them do that for these especially multiple of them because like you saw one iteration of it but like when you go to a luau in uh hawaii and they teach you the different tribes or the different um cultures that are there and the different dance yeah. styles that they have it's it would be really cool to see more of that and yeah. see like how those influence the people on the island i think this is a good yeah. opportunity to yeah. do that because the cartoon well, did a little bit but not as much yeah. as it probably could have well hopefully like disney will allow him to kind of like you know yeah, show off what he's good pump at the brakes on anything he tries yeah. doing that's different well that sounds cool we'll have to yeah. see we'll have to see yeah we'll have to see I wonder when, uh, when we even see this with like the nature. Right. It's going to be about the world at least right two now years, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah 2022, world. maybe in the beginning. Uh, okay. Uh, let's move on to our final thing quickly. Oh, wow. Garrick, I hear you yes. been playing a little bit of Assassin's Creed. Uh, Joey, you're incorrect. I've been playing oh, a mean, lot. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I've been playing a <laughs> wow. lot. He has. He hasn't talked to us. My apologies. <laughs> yes, I disappeared for a few days. It's uh, it's in this cave. it's so peaceful, and people seem to be liking it. I saw an article earlier. Um, it at least box copies outsold Call of Duty. Wow! wow. As it should yeah. have. Yeah. yeah, I read this over wow. on GameIndustry.biz. Not That's a surprise. Moderately impressive, but yeah. So UK box charts. Assassin's Creed Valhalla beating Call of Duty. Uh, but rather be Vikings. That's than... physical copies, correct? What? Right. This is specifically. That's why NPDs aren't out yet, so we don't know like the full. Yeah. I'll argue that there was a lot more pre-orders on Black Ops digitally because of the pre-order bonus for Warzone. Uh, and I think Warfare. I think the reason why is because it's been two years since Assassin's Creed. It's only been one year, and you still have Warzone for Call of Duty. So. Right, I, I just feel like the numbers are going to be more heavily skewed once the and the full results I, come out for downloads too. I went back through a couple of years of NPDs, 
just to take a look at it, right? Um, usually Call of Duty on top of the NPD, right? Unless there's some outlier, right? So like 2018, it got beat by Red Dead. Uh, mm. It would get beat by Pokemon every year a Pokemon comes out, but yeah. Pokemon splits its sales across multiple copies. Mm. So um, they kind of like screwed themselves over on their NPD placement, but it doesn't matter because they sell a bunch of games. Uh, yeah, but generally speaking, for like a Call of Duty to be dethroned from the top spot, it needs to either uh, have something that's like really good come out that tops it or it has to be a really bad call of duty right so like but, infinite warfare was not in number one yes. that month for npds um i don't remember well everyone was, knew but... that wasn't gonna be that wasn't infinity ward right was that sledgehammer no that was infinity ward that wasn't that was the space ward? one that everybody hated space space but space is cool. with wall wall running too oh but anyway that's a roundabout Anywho. way of getting to me asking Garrick, what do you oh. think? Do you think that's a case of this this Assassin's Creed being so good that mm-hmm. it's uh it it's dominating the market right now? People really want to be a Viking. I believe everybody should be a Viking because I believe it is a great game. I think if I were to not say anything the and have the proof of gameplay hours put into this game it would compared to origins and odyssey i think that says a lot because i got fatigued from origins and odyssey after like 10 hours of playing because it was not the assassin's creed i was familiar with have you ever hit a day i don't know maybe I've spent like that Sunday when I didn't show up or anything. I spent like a good eight hours playing, so I don't doubt it already. It's been about a week. Wow. So let me ask you, what 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 is this Assassin's Creed doing differently than Odyssey and Origins did? Why is this not hitting in a way that those other two didn't? What? Great question, Joey. Well, that's the thing. I was hyped up about Odyssey because I love the mythology and the lore uh, associated with the Greeks. And even so, a little bit with Origins. But I think the biggest deterrent to me for both of those games was was the gear score. It made me feel like I was playing a Division uh, game. And I'm not there to grind out a weapon or anything. I'm there to play the story and explore the world that they have given me in the Assassin's Creed world and lore. Um, to So what I mean by no gear score, there's no longer a need to pick up the next weapon and have to worry that is it powerful enough to kill this person now. Uh, you keep the same weapons throughout now and all you have to do is just uh, upgrade them as you go. And But... The combat is unique in a sense that you can play your own playstyle. You can be a fast assassin with daggers. You can just hit them across the head with dual uh, hammers and stuff. And it made it, it made it my own. And, and when I get bored, I can change it up, essentially. So I think the combat and uh, and the assassinations is what really kept things moving for me, and it didn't slow things down as much as like odyssey for me makes sense 
Yeah, I, say, I highly recommend. It's interesting to see how, uh, with kind of like the ousting of a bunch of the higher ups at uh, Ubisoft, we're seeing that trend away from that like loot score in every single Thank one of God. their games, uh, kind of deal. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So and, um, a quick comparison, like remember, I was raving about Ghost of Tsushima. I played a decent amount of hours, um, but at a certain point, I started getting fatigued. It is, it's great lore and all that, and it's a great like open world game, but it just felt lonely. But Assassin's Creed doesn't feel lonely. I guess it's because of the story and the characters in there, but also the fact that you have a crew with you most of the time. And like the city is like cities are bustling and the paths are bustling and it's not like you're the lone ranger trying or lone samurai trying to save the whole country. So, well, I mean, I think that's, that's the point of that game, though. Like you're you're Ronin, whereas yeah, I think they took a good the one one of the few good things from Assassin's Creed Odyssey was the fact that you had a crew. And they took yeah. that element and incorporated it into a more, uh, more interesting setting, and yeah. built off of that. So at least they found something in Odyssey that was worth salvaging from that train wreck. Well, I mean, yeah, they just had the fact in Brotherhood, so it wasn't an Odyssey thing. And oh, that's true. And Black, and Black yeah. Flag. So I mean, so, yeah, I think the fact that they just had, <laughs> yeah, I think the fact that they just had two years, like the fact that they increased the cycle to every two years gave them a chance to actually sit down and think about what can we learn from the previous games? Yeah, it used to be. It was? Um, Wow. I believe so. um, So? I have to look because I'm I'm not sure. Okay, well, while we're talking about that. So they were yearly, and then there was a long jump between uh, whatever was before uh, Origins. Um, Syndicate. And then I want to say Odyssey came out a year after Origins again. So it was kind of like they like See, went off the yearly cycle and then they like went right back to it. And everybody was like, what are you guys doing? I, and I think, Joey, you hit the nail on the head there because right after they outed those people, like they were betting on the fact that the new format from Origin would make them a ton of money. But I think the people spoke to like spoke and and that's what caused the changes. That's crazy. Uh, they they did release a shit ton, like right at the beginning, and they were releasing like yeah. spinoffs every year too. With that, like they released three games in two thousand nine. Holy yeah, cow! I mean, that's that's Ubisoft now. Just yeah, but series. to my point, yeah. Uh, I think the fact that they went to two a two year cycle gave them a chance to actually sit down and yeah. help. That it only helped them to develop a decent game by learning from the older games and trying new innovating games and making a hybrid of what people would enjoy as far as being old school fans of Assassin's Creed, and then also bring in new fan new potential fans who just like open worlds, but like the idea of being stealth, but also having decent combat and all that. And I think this one is is a game that I highly recommend that everyone should buy. And and if you are a person that was let down by Origins and Odyssey, 
I think this you. game is for you. It hurt me it, so much, yes. PJ. If it hurt you, oh no, come back. I'm, I'm talking hole. to you, John. I'm talking oh, to you. Heal your wounds. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you finish the game first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think I intend to. I think this game will keep me going until like Cyberpunk, because nah, I, I intend to get Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I can't. I can't let another Assassin's Creed hurt me. I, I, I need, I need time. I need time. Yeah. I think we need to bring back uh, Batman. The John, Investigator I, John, and, I'm and in the King same Robin book. And John, Catwoman. I'm in the same longboat. How, how as far you, did okay? you? How far did you get on the Odyssey? I literally got. I think 20 hours at most. Oh, John and I spent a good eight hours before we actually got a, the stupid tutorial. Yeah. Like, that's the yeah, thing. Like because you, you were trying to, I was like done with it. Done. Like, you were trying crap, to create content, but I, like, I, I already felt that vibe. Like I was just forcing myself in Odyssey because yeah. I wanted to explore the world more. And like I said, the yeah. Greek mythology and all that, but I wanted, I wanted it to work, oh. but it didn't. Also, the story, I just I mean, like, that's, I'm a, that's what I'm worried about, because I feel like it's it's going to be the same story, because there's nothing really interesting, at least, in Odyssey. Well, um, yeah. Like, yeah, you get the piece of Eden, whatever, the, the sphere, but after that, I was like, I don't care. Like, the conflict, there's no, there's no real weight, there's point, no real John. emotion in it, you know? I never felt attached to any characters yeah. that Alexios or Cassandra yeah. ever ran into. And the fact that there was a sibling rival rivalry. Uh, yeah, I was like, right. okay. It's like, I didn't know the sibling. It's like, I never cared. I was yeah, skipping cared. through all of the story already. Yeah. But with odd, with, um, with uh, this game, Valhalla, I'm, story? I'm actually paying oh. attention and like, I'm, oh. I'm letting people talk through oh. everything and, because I'm actually attached to the it characters. It wasn't them learning to tell a story. It was them relearning to tell a story. <laughs> really? I think their yeah. initial yeah. were very compelling. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, it, and then also not not only that, I'm. This was a perfect game for me because I've been watching a lot of Viking movie or shows like The Last Kingdom on Netflix and Vikings on uh, History Channel. That really primed me to get ready to explore more about what the viking way was all about and stuff like that so Do you know the i think way? this was meant to happen oh, y'all so, so i highly I'm recommend gonna, i'm gonna oh, quickly oh. steal from good mythical morning Go vaguely on. steal from <gasps> uh, so anyone that's actually played the game can do this voting system so it's going to be just Garrick. do you give that a fat peeps thumb up or fat peeps thumb down then i give it a fat peeps thumbs up i mean do you like a like a middle a fat peeps like sideways yeah, kind of okay. like no. The, it has it has to be like Steam, where either no, you recommend or it or you don't recommend it. Okay, well, yeah. the, the middle is going to be based simple. off of multiple people playing it, so then you'll get I like guess, a yeah. split vote. So but what if yeah, because there's four. What if it's recommended just a man, by one person that played know? it out of us? Because a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of times I, I I'm, I'm mad to stuff. It's like no, it's not a thumbs yeah. up. It's not well, a thumbs here's up. the deal, John. I I don't think you'll probably I don't think you're convinced to buy it but when it goes on sale i highly recommend picking it up oh, because i don't yeah. think you should sleep on this one like forget about odyssey and uh, uh what origins and all that if you ever played Origins, but i don't care about the modern day story either in, in this new yeah i that, so far i've only gotten taken out forcibly taken out of the modern story for like 10 minutes and then i went back in and they haven't bothered me since that's so like for the original, like the original Assassin's Creed, I was like 
excited for those moments. And then in Odyssey, and the I was annoying like, thing? oh, nothing happened. This is stupid. Get me back into the ancient times. Well, I don't think we got far enough, but yeah. in, uh, there are things that uh, f- uh, f- uh, went over into this this game from Odyssey. So I'm kind of like wondering what is going on because I don't know what happened in right. the previous That's game. That's what I, yeah, I had the same. But I don't care. I care about, I, yeah, I care about the actual game itself, not the modern day part of it. So it wasn't a big deal. And there's a surprise too. It's not, you're not just playing the, mo- uh, the, the historical. You're also getting a little, um, a little crazy up in there. <gasps> if you catch a little mythical, a little mythical. Oh, so yeah. we'll, we'll reevaluate score once, uh, once more people have played it, uh, i.e. probably yeah. John and me watching, uh, but recommend, um, anything else, Joey? No, I think it's going to do it for us here, but before we go, uh, what's going on over on the Twitch? John? Oh, Hot. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, we're doing some Twitchy Twitch stuff oh you know uh uh, a 6 30 pacific time join us have fun hang out we play minecraft on mondays wednesdays are no wednesdays oh pirates pirates and and fridays we just do a little little little, little grab bag of stuff sometimes we do phasmophobia sometimes you know among us or maybe a little both i don't know who knows oh wow come on and join us and find out no one knows no one knows we'll never know find that oh it's uh twitch.tv slash cameran john don't spell like that. Spell like a cameraman, John. Cameraman. Spell it right. Spell it right. Um, and then YouTube. You're either here or if you're listening on uh, on anything else, I guess, other than YouTube, uh, find us at YouTube, The Fat Peeps. Uh, wow. You can just type it on and search. Uh, this week, we had a Black Ops campaign with me and John. There will be a review oh. coming out for Black Ops from me because I've actually been playing the the multiplayer quite a bit. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And then, of course, we're going to have Garrick's dub on uh, Sunday. So, oh, uh, yeah. And then oh, this sure one, this last one, a, this right. recent one was really fun because we did crossbows and ride shields. So please give it a watch and let us know what you think. Give some love to that one. That was a fun win. Um, and then uh, make sure you guys keep an eye out for the end of this month um, and uh, beginning of, or actually throughout next month, we're going to be having some holiday specials for Christmas. Uh, so Ooh. don't have any exact dates, but uh, if you like Christmas and you like us, you might like the Christmas specials. Oh, whoa. Um, so give us some love, like, comment, subscribe, and uh, let us know what you want to see because we'll definitely do some tailored uh, content if anyone gives us good suggestions. Smash that like button. Smash! Smash. Oh, yeah. Slam that subscribe button. Oh, yeah. And don't forget Tickle that bell. Beat the shit out of that bell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, ding, 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 ding. Hit that bell like it owes you money. Oh, ding, ding. Ding, 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 dong. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for us on the fat peeps podcast i want to thank everybody for listening if you thank you joey this, this far into the podcast and we'll catch you guys next week on another fun episode bye bye, 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 bye. Go for it, Tim. <laughs> wait what hello
Hello? Tim? I'm confused. What happened to Tim? 